The information provided in this episode is provided for general informational purposes only and may not reflect the current law in your state or country. By watching and listening to our episode, you understand that no information contained in this episode should be construed as legal advice and no attorney-client relationship between you, the host, or guest. You are advised to seek legal counsel concerning your legal question or concern from a lawyer licensed in your state, country, or appropriate licensing jurisdiction. Good evening, USA. Hello, Texas. Good morning, the Philippines. And good afternoon, the man, sa Australia. Good evening, din sa Canada. And siyempre, panasan man kayo naroon ngayon ay magandang araw sa inyo, mga kapa natin Filipino at mga kaibigan natin uh, sa buong mundo. Welcome sa Usapang of the Record. I am your host, Eileen Ligotizon. I'm an attorney licensed in the state of Texas and in the Philippines. And I'm the managing partner of Ligotizon Law Firm based here in Houston, Texas. And uh, siyempre pa, mapapanood at mapapakinggan nyo kami dito sa Usapang of the Record every Friday, 9 p.m. Central Time and that'll be 10 a.m. Uh, in the Philippines na, ng Saturday morning. And we are live stream here sa Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy uh, YouTube channel and Facebook page. Kaya like and follow us so you will be notified of our upcoming live shows. Kami rin ay mapapakinggan ninyo kung sakali man na mamiss nyo ang live show at um, uh, mamiss nyo rin yung, uh, yung mga nagmumultitask kayo at hindi nyo mapanood ang recorded um, episodes. Pwede rin naman kayong makinig sa Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Listen Notes. And of course, if you are joining us here as a live show, you may post your um, shoutouts, your greetings, and I will read them during the show. And if you have any questions regarding our topic for today, you may post your question and we'll try to address it during the show. Unless, i-post nyo yan after na ng show. Siyempre pa, hindi na natin yan masasagot. Kaya, if you are joining us dito sa live show, take this opportunity to ask the questions. Of course, our topic for today is a continuation of uh, our topic last Friday. And if you tuned in last Friday, Ang guest ko noon ay ang um, si Teacher Luz. And si Teacher Luz, she shared yung kanyang experience bilang isang teacher dito sa US. And hindi lang yung mga challenges niyang sinare niya, she also shared her um, successes, inspiring a lot of uh, Filipino teachers, at hindi lang Filipino teachers, foreign-born na, uh, uh, teachers, na um, you have the opportunity here also to make it big sa USA. Kasi nga naman, si Teacher Luz, diba? She was awarded uh, Best Teacher of the Year. And also, uh, I also shared na I was once awarded as well. I wasn't a teacher in the Philippines, but um, I tried teaching here through ACP, Alternative Certification. Kasi nga, I don't have a, uh, an education degree, ano, yung teacher's degree sa Philippines. So I have to do uh, the alternative certification where I enrolled sa University of Houston, Houston downtown uh, to be able to get a certification and um, be able to take the state test and get my uh, be, 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 and become a certified teacher here. So that's when I was able to teach here sa US. So um, kaya yung mga nandirito na hindi naman sila teacher and they're interested you know, there's a way, and that's uh, and one way is uh, through the ACP program. Ayan. Of course, like I said, ang topic natin ngayon ay continuation ng topic natin about foreign-born teachers. At ngayon naman, tututukan natin ang uh, process. O paano nga ba makakapunta dito ikaw bilang isang teacher? And I want to share with you this one. Oh. Ito yung tanong natin na pinost natin. Ano nga ba yung mga visas na available for foreign-born teachers? At also, yung how do you qualify for a teacher visa in the US? At maswerte tayo ngayong araw na ito sapagkat may makakasama tayo na napakabait, napakatalino, napaka-down-to-earth na abogado. He is a 
uh, a Filipino uh, lawyer, Filipino-American lawyer dito. He was also a lawyer. He practiced in the Philippines as well until now, I believe. Pero syempre pa, mas magandang marinig natin ang immigration story, uh, challenges and successes mula mismo sa ating special guest for tonight. Kaya naman, uh, let's welcome dito sa Usapang of the Records, si attorney Mel Garaton. Hi, Attorney Mel. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. It's really Great nice to have to, you here. <laughs> nice to be in this show, especially with uh, my good friend, Attorney Eileen. Oh, thank you very much. I know now you are busy and it's Friday night. Alam nyo naman dito sa US, we value talaga yung aming weekend kasi nga naman, we work so hard for the whole week. From Monday to Friday, puro trabaho yan. And so we look forward to the weekend. Ang weekend natin dito nag-start ng Friday. Friday night. So we are lucky na Attorney Mel is available for us today, tonight. And I'm very, very um, uh, thankful na pinaunlakan mo ang ating invitasyon. I am very glad to be with you, Lady Attorney Island. Of course, maraming nakakilala ka at... Thank you. Of course naman, marami na kilala kay Attorney Mel, lalo na dito sa um, Filipino community dito sa Houston, Greater Houston Region. At saka syempre sa Louisiana dahil galing din si Attorney Mel doon at nagpa-practice din siya sa Louisiana. Pero um, syempre I know yung mga nanonood sa atin, nasan man kayo ngay uh, ngayon, um, magandang mapakinggan din yung istorya ng buhay ni Attorney Mel. Hindi naman natin na, ano, aalamin yung mga two personal Attorney Mel. Uh, <laughs> yung gusto mo lang i-share. So we want to know. Uh, I, I know na nag-practice ka sa Philippines but na nandito ka na sa US. Um... Why did you move from, uh, not why, but uh, just give us a little story, a little, uh, you know, glimpse of your immigration story. How did you end up here in Houston? I would, I would be very glad, uh, uh, Attorney Eileen. Uh, I became a lawyer in the Philippines way back in 1976, at the age of, uh, well, uh, at, at the young age. And then... Uh, <clears throat> In 1980, I went to the United States of America with the main purpose of studying maritime law. That's why mm -hmm. I went to Louisiana and went to Tulane University. So I took up studies to practice maritime law because my law firm in the Philippines at the time was in maritime law practice. I see. So, mm -hmm. so nila ako just to study maritime law. And wow. Then, okay. And then after yes. that, uh, when I was in uh, uh, in uh, Louisiana, I met some friends here who are also lawyers from the Philippines. Uh -huh. So don't say Attorney Chu, which uh, was the number one top notcher in the Philippines. He was also studying uh, comparative oh. law in the university. I think it's in Dallas. I think that's the same university that you finished. Oh, your, that's right. Yeah, that's law. where I went. Yeah, the uh, Southern Methodist Southern University Methodist in Dallas, university. the SMU. Yes, I did. Okay. I did. I took my comparative and international law there, my yes. master's. Yeah. And then I met another lawyer, graduate of San Vida, attorney Palarca, also mm -hmm. here, also was studying in America. So after we passed the bar, Attorney Padarka passed the bar in Texas. Attorney Chu passed the bar in California, and I took the bar in Louisiana. So both of us, both three of us, decided that we will practice law. So in 1999, we put up a law firm named Palarka Garatonan II. Main mm -hmm. purpose is to practice immigration law as well as personal injury cases. So yun na nag-start ng law practice ng oh, 1989. Wow, 1989 pa. And then until now, nagpa-practice ka pa rin. And then until now, yeah, I, I plan to retire. But so many clients telling me, huwag ko muna mag-retire, Atty. Mel. Madami ka kang matulungan. So I decided, okay. Then uh, I will stay a little bit. Because my dream, really is to become, my dream really is to become a farmer. Because I was born a farmer. My father was a farmer way back in the Philippines. Wow, so ang di mo talaga maging farmer. Nang hacienda. <laughs> uh, plant, uh, plantation ng uh, ano. Plantation ng 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 ano. Pl
Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, wow. So the big that's it that's because your your father, your dad was a farmer. That's why you also wanted to be a farmer. So my farm ka ba dito sa dito sa ano sa Houston? Ah, sa Houston wala wala walang 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 farm pounding ano lang garden lang. My 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 wife really loves gardening. So meron siyang garden at the back of the house. Wow, pareho pala kami. Kasi ako din I love gardening. I love to ano yung magtanim ng mga gulay. And harvest are yung tanim ng nagulay para organic talaga, di ba? So from there, we put up a low fair beard in 1989 until today. But three of us, we decided separate ways. We put up only Balarca with two full-time personal injury cases. And then attorney two went back to the Philippines after having so many problems here in the United States of America. Challenges. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, I decided to stay here and concentrate on uh, on uh, immigration law. I see. So, so right now, my, immigration. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I have my office in New Orleans. I have my office here in Houston. And before, I also have an office in Florida, but I decided to close it. So I now concentrate in Houston. Oh. So but you sa Louisiana, so you are just uh, going back and forth if you're needed yeah, there Yeah, we have too. one. We have, I have one lawyer assigned there. And then mm -hmm. I, if we have so many, some cases there, you uh, know, but right yeah. now I decided to concentrate here in Houston because of my other uh, businesses here in Houston. Buti na lang kasi because of that, nakilala kita, di ba? I used to go, yan, pupunta ka sa office mo eh. I'm very glad to meet Attorney Eileen, a very, a very charming lady, a very charming lawyer. Yeah, and a very bright lawyer, yes. I'm just, I'm just lucky also to have, you know, mga mentors dito, mga Filipino-American lawyers na mga mentors yan, katulad ni Attorney Mel, na very willing to share naman ang kanyang knowledge, expertise, and experience. Yeah, dapat naman talaga tulong-tulungan yung lady. We have to help, we have to help each other. I think that's our main goal. Tama yan. Kaya nga naman, itong topic natin ngayon, ang purpose natin din ay matulungan natin ang mga uh, uh, Filipino uh, teachers na nasa Philippines na, na nag-iisip na ano ba ang opportunities na meron sa kanila dito sa US. And hindi naman kaila, Attorney Mel, no? Na, ano, Oo, hindi naman kailan na maraming mga Filipino teachers na pumupunta dito sa US. I met some of them, yung mga bagong kararating lang nila this last month yet or this month, no, September. Yeah, para magturo, magturo kasi the start of school year dito sa US ay for the public school system yan ay August, which is the fall season, di ba? Yun yung ating uh, first uh, Uh, anong, uh, start of the school year natin is August and then um, matatapos yan next, uh, ano, next year about around June ganyan and then summer vacation and then August ulit yun yung parang cycle ng, ano, dito, ng, ng school year dito sa US yan um, attorney Mel since uh, nabanggit na din naman natin yan so pwede na siguro tayong mag jump dito sa ano natin no, sa topic natin mamaya Uh, babalikan natin yung story ni Attorney Mel kasi meron akong very interesting na gustong, uh, very interesting topic na gusto ko talang i-discuss with him. And then i-reserve ko yun mamaya. <laughs> I will be very glad to answer that question. Okay. So thank Yes, and we will get to that. But for now, I just want to share with you some numbers here. No, um, sabi dito sa ano sa research arm of the education department. Ano daw merong um there were sixty nine percent reported that na too few teacher candidates are applying for open positions. Titos sa sa US, and because that sixty nine percent ay malake, saan tayo ko kwa na mga teachers? Don po mapasok yung mga foreign born teachers yung mga tagda natin dito is non-citizen teachers or international teachers yun na mga tag natin dito so Tony may pag sinabi nating foreign-born teachers what do we really what are we really talking about here pag foreign-born teachers ang ginamit nating term pag sinabi nating foreign-born teachers yung mga yung mga teachers na hindi pinanganak dito sa Amerika o hindi citizen ng Amerika yun ang mga mga teachers na galing sa Pilipinas at saka ibang bansa. So, but mostly, sa nakita ko ngayon, dami, for the year 2022, dami na rin pumasok na mga teachers. Ang number one dito na nag-recruit, na nakapunta na dito yung Dallas uh, Independent School District, mga 
teachers and dinalan nito sa LCA according to the Department of Labor. Tapos mm-hmm. number 2 yung Sabana County. Sabana. Oo, sa Kaharmony, mga 71. Ang Sabana mga 167 ng LCA na apply nila. Tapos oh. ang Richland County, tapos New York County at saka mayroon din daw dito Houston Independent School District mga 62 LCA ang pumasok ngayon. Oh wow, so yun yung mga malalaking ano no? Yeah, malalaking Malaki mga district. school district, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, of course Houston HISD, Houston Independent School District ay isa sa mga malalaking pinakamalaking school district yan dito. School hmm. districts dito sa Texas ano. And of course, syempre yung New York, uh, kilala naman, alam naman natin talaga na malaking ano yan. Um Saka yung Harmony. Mm-hmm. And Harmony. Is Harmony, Harmony is chartered school. Yeah, chartered school, yes. <laughs> Dito lang ba ang Harmony sa Texas o meron din silang... Uh, May, meron, uh, din, meron din yata sa ibang order. ibang states eh. Oo. Kasi uh-huh. ang, ano, ang nalaman ko dito, pumasok ng mga teacher sa kanila, 71 eh, sa LCA. Oo, oh, oh, wow. nila. Oo nga, so marami talaga. At sa, as a matter of fact, um, uh, dito may mga mamimit ka talaga na kararating lang nila. And, uh, and that's the reason why we came up with this topic is because it, okay. it looks like after the pandemic, uh, parang mas lalong dumami ang needs ng, ng mga schools dito. Ano? Well, bago pa lang mag-pandemic, ay marami nang nag ano kumbaga there's already uh, they say it's a shortage but it's still you know um they use that term very parang political na ngang dating ng shortage na yan eh so i'm not even gonna go there pero what i know is marami talagang mga foreign born teachers na pumupunta dito to teach um not just in the elementary level but also in uh, secondary and post secondary sa mga uh, university Um, sa tante mo, Attorney Mel, mas marami bang mga foreign-born teachers sa um, uh, primary kaysa sa post-secondary, yung mga colleges? Ang um, karamihan dito mga high school eh. Ang high school, high school. Ba yun, secondary ba yung tawag daw? Yes, dito, yes, secondary. No? Yes, secondary. Yeah, primary, secondary, and then college levels. Um, yes, post, uh, you know, post, post-secondary college level na yun. Post-secondary, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, maraming mga high school teachers dito na nakikilala ko rin mga Filipino uh, Filipino uh, teachers, mga foreign-born. At syempre, pag sinating foreign-born, hindi lang Filipino. Maraming din mga nang, nanggagaling sa iba't ibang mga... Yeah, other countries. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Aside from Philippines, ano pa ba yung sumusunod na mga uh, madalas pinanggagalingan ng mga uh, international, sometimes tinatawag na international teachers or foreign-born teachers? Pero na lamang ko dito, Pilipino number one, tapos Mexico, Mexican. So mga Mexico, Mexico dahil nga tinuturo nila yung English, English as a second language. Oo, yes. Tapos yeah. yung, yung iba naman yung mga Nigerian group, mga teachers. Oh yes, and I met some of them also. Sa mismong sa school system, kasi ako di ba, uh, educator din ako, and I mm-hmm. taught sa, ano, sa uh, Houston Independent School District and also sa Fort Bend uh, Independent School District. And um, and doon ko nga, when I was in ano, HISD, I was able to uh, handle yung mga beginning teachers natin, yung mga first time nilang magturo. So ako yung naging ano, nila parang coordinator dyan. And then, ang ginagawa ko noon, I find mentors for them. My goal was to make sure that they don't leave the school the next year. We want them to stay and teach, di ba? But that's only going to happen if they enjoy what they're doing. Kaya, uh, yeah, and then, of course, may mga challenges. If you're not ready for the challenges, like nga ni, uh, no, ni Teacher Luz last Friday, eh, talagang madaling mag-give up. Kasi teaching is not just, it's not just a job. It's a passion. It's ano uh, that uh, you have to put that you have to be dedicated in order for you to deliver or to do your your not as ayong tawaging job siya eh, your passion yan. So ngayon alam ko marami mga teachers ang mga interesado na how paano alam namin yan na kailangan ng teachers sa US. So hindi na nga natin pag-usapan ngayon yung ano yung yung ano ba nila pwedeng na maging challenges or magiging uh, 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 ano ba, hindrance or anything about teaching, but we're just gonna talk about uh, the process. How are they, the how, you know, of, you know, the, how are they gonna be able to come over here? So definitely, coming from another country, they need a visa, some kind of visa oh, to be able yeah. to come over here. So ngayon, uh, let me show you this one para meron tayong guide. Right. 
let's go back here. So, uh, Attorney Mel, can you talk us? Uh, can you could you discuss with us? Yung what are the common visas available for foreign-born teachers? Natin. Actually, ang nakita ko ngayon Attorney Eileen na pumapasok dito, karamihan pumapasok sila ang the non-immigrant visa called the H1B, which is a specialty non-immigrant visa specialty occupation. So kung halimbawa, meron tayong teacher sa Pilipinas, meron sila experience na mga 2 or 3 years sa Pilipinas, graduate sila ng bachelor's degree or higher education master's degree. At saka merong i-match up natin yan. I-match up natin yan dito sa company sa Amerika, institution sa Amerika na nagahanap ng teacher. So, ang unang procedure dyan, the employer year in America, which normally are institutions. So, tingnan nila yung mga teachers. Mga schools. So, kung kailangan nila yung mga teachers na yan, usually, the contact Some lawyers and some are recruiters. No, as a matter of fact, I had experience on that many years ago because I was handling as so many institutions like Aldin, as a matter of fact, Houston School Districts, and then four many chartered schools. You mentioned Aldin ISD, Rina, no? Aldin ISD, yes. Yeah. HISD, New Mexico District. School districts and then Aldin School districts. Dami rin kami din alam mga Pilipino noon. Ang problema lang natin ali di Island sa H1B dahil yung sa mga teachers karamihan may mga cap at sa kanang kape. So mayroon tayong ano lang diyan sa H1B mayroon tayong puta. So sa H1B sixty five thousand. So kasama narin yan ang mga teachers. Sixty five thousand yan for that year. For that year, for the yes. annual quota. So, yes. kuminsan nag-aano nag pa mag-file ka, nag-aano, nag-alatory. So, kuminsan hindi sila ma-include. Kaya sayang din ang kuminsan, yes. ang time. So, mm -hmm. right now, ang procedure diyan, number one, we must have an institution that are willing to sponsor them. So, bigyan mm -hmm. sila ng contract. Okay? I see. Hindi naman doon papasok yung mga ISD. Sila yung oh. mga institution or university if ever. Yes, so like it's a ISD, Alden, or Harmony, or any other charter schools. Okay. Nangailangan ng secondary at saka primary teacher, saka ang high school na. High school secondary yun, hindi ba? Yes. So if they would like to hire those teachers, bigyan nila yun ng kontrata. Kontrata na to hire. So but before they can even hire it, gagawa muna sila ng pangalan ng tao at saka experience. So, dapat may experience yung teacher sa isang pool natin lang, Pilipinas. Huwag muna yung Mexico, Nigerian, or other countries. Pilipinas lang muna, yes. Kasi parang rin naman halos yung requirements nyo na yan. Kaya kukunin natin yung mga ano nila, yung mga credentials ng mga Pilipino teachers. Yung karamihan sa kanila mga magaling eh. At saka may mga experience nila sa Pilipinas. So kung meron sila mga 3 years experience, katulad ng HISD, kung may experience ang maraming taon, mataas yung, ano mo, eh, mataas yung ranking mo at saka yung salary mo mataas. So they will offer a higher, a higher rate. So ang gagawin ng institution, they will file an LCE, Labor Condition Application sa Department of Labor. Mabigyan no, yan sila ng LCE. No? At saka tingnan natin doon kung magkano ang minimum wage in that geographical location. Kasi ang minimum wage na depende sa geographical location. Pero pag mayroon na tayong wage determination minimum, din doon na natin i-file yung petition sa mga teachers. Ano naman ang mga requirements sa mga teachers? Kung mga teachers nakikinig, number one, kunin yung mga transfer of records ninyo, number one. Ipluma. Experience yung biodata ninyo. Curriculum, bitay sabi nila. Tapos, yung mga credentials niyo. Okay? Credentials. So, pinasubmit yan dito sa atin. I was uh, a lawyer thing. Sa lawyer na natanap pang historia. Yes. So, kung, like you, uh, Lady Aileen, pag matanggap mo yun, if ano mo yan, ipa-evaluate. Ipa <clears throat> Because uh -huh. the foreign degree, dapat parang ganito din ang graduate sa Amerika. Equivalency. Yes. Oh, hindi so, lang mga teachers ang nag-evaluate. Ano, nag, uh, 
Basta foreign na nag-graduate ka. Basta foreign na graduate. Yes. Okay. Now we are talking about teachers now. <clears throat> yes. Teacher mo na yung consistent natin. Kaya evaluate na yung ano natin na tapos na mga teacher na yun. So kung na-evaluate yun ng tapos na sa Pilipinas, BSA or BSA or whatever, or MA or whatever, mm-hmm. then bigyan sila ng equivalency. So pag mayroon ng plan equivalency, mayroon na tayong kontrata, then we file the uh, the I-129 yun ang H-1B visa. Uh-huh. Okay? Now we are talking only on the H-1B. Pero dami namang mga visa. Number one, H-1B. This is the most... Uh, Most Visa. common yon yung H-1B. Uh, pero so, remember that is ano. Uh-huh. H-1B is non-immigrant. So, ibig sabihin, pag nag-grant ka niyan, how many years ka dito? Three years? Allowed ka ng three years and subject uh-huh. to another three-year extension. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, may extension ka na another yeah. three years. So, total of mga six years. Mga so, six um, years. Yes. So, pag gano, Attorney Mel, bago natin na-discuss yung sa J-1, So, pag naka six years na sila dito, ano na ang mangyayari? Pwede na ba silang mag... Uh, kailan ba nilang umuwi or mag-renew? No, Kasi no, pag naka six advice, years nila eh. Ang advice ko yan na uh, turn ID sa mga, ta- mga teachers na naka H-1B, pag start ng H-1B, we have to talk to the employer kung pwede silang file ng petition sa EB-2 or EB-3, depende. EB-2, kung meron silang master's degree or experience na five years, progressive, continuing experience for five years, pwede yung EB2. Madali yun eh. Karin ngayon eh. Oh, yes. At kung wala silang experience, pila na sila ng EB3, which is just professional immigrant, immigrant petition na. Immigrant pa rin yun. Yes. Immigrant na. Okay? So may mga proseso na naman yun. I would recommend na wag nilang tapusin yung six years kasi uuwi na sila niyan. Oh. So while, while they have an H1B, Talk to the lawyer immediately and tell the lawyer, hey, talk to my employer and file me an immigrant petition as an employer. Yeah, bago mag-expire yung pang-ano, six years. Bago mag-expire ang six years. So, kasi para immigrant na rin. So, nabalik tayo sa H1B. Yung mga anak nila at saka pamilya, at ang kategory nila yan is four. No, dependent yes. ng H1B. Now, sa kay Obama loan noon, si Obama, ginalaw niya, meron siyang loan noon na ginpas, I-allow yung mga pamilya at saka mga anak na magtrabaho. Meron silang yes. employment. Employment uh, ka. Magtrabaho yung asawa. Kasi dati, be- before kasi, di ba? Ano ka lang, de- dependent ka nandito ka lang, tapos hindi ka makapagtrabaho. Pero nung uh, pinas yung batas na yan, they were able to find a job somewhere. Not necessarily teaching. So anywhere, kasi may EAD na sila, Employment correct, Authorization correct. Document. At saka yes. yung maganda pang advantage dito, ito na ili yung mga bat, ang anak nila, ma-enroll na sa school, na ang, yes. ang, 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 ang ano nila, yung tuition nila, parang resident na rin. Resident mm. in So hindi yes. na international students. Yun ang advantage doon. Yun ang maganda doon. Kasi mga bata, of course, ang sinasabi natin mga bata, yung mga Uh, minors. Yeah. Below 21. Below 21. Dito hmm. yun ang tag. Kasi dito 18 is a majority. So below 21, yun na lang siguro yung mas ano, magandang sabihin hmm. natin. Child below 21. Yeah. So they can come over here and then they can send study uh, habang nandito sila. So at the rate na parang resident alien. Parang yes. Resident, yes. yes. That's right. So maganda yun. Ngayon, since nabanggit mo na yung ano, uh, Common yan, pinakakoman yung H-1B. Pero hindi lang yan, like, like, like we said, it's just one of the common uh, visas, uh, but not the only one. So meron din tayong tinatawag na uh, J-1. And uh, Attorney Mel, i-discuss natin yung J-1 visa na yan. Pagbalik natin na uh, after a very short break. So we'll pause okay. for a break yeah. okay. and then uh, we'll come back. So stick okay. around. Okay, thank you. Hello to everyone from Roof Chamber Radio. I'm encouraging all of you to Stay here. Stay in this chamber. You want to be inspired. You want to be encouraged. This is where it's at. And we're all going to need this, especially, you know, in this new year that we're in. We don't know what's up for tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen next week or next month. But I believe that when you gather with people who believe in the power, the faithfulness and the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ, there is power in that in itself. So, stay here. Stay in the roof chamber radio. Be inspired. Be encouraged. And let's all go through life, not on our own, and more than just with each other, but let's speak the faith. Let's share the faith. Let's live by faith and let's walk by faith. 
God bless you all, everyone, from Roof Chamber Radio. And we're back at siyempre pa, kasama pa rin natin si Attorney Mel Garaton, an immigration attorney here in Houston, Texas. And also, uh, he has pra- he is practicing also in the state of Louisiana. So, Attorney Mel, tayo nagbabalik. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, okay. it was a very good discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, let's go to very, the J-1. Yes. Okay. Uh, apart from H-1B, meron din tayong tinatawag na J-1 visa. So, ngayon, Correct, Attorney yeah. Mel will talk about Uh, what is this J-1 visa in terms of uh, you know, bringing teachers here in the U.S.? As a matter of fact, yung J-1 yun ang pinakamabilis na visa other than H-1B. Kasi ang J-1 na yan, um, kailangan mo lang, ang kailangan lang natin doon, may mag-sponsor, may sponsor program, sponsor ang tawag doon, na yes. accredited by the Department of State. Mm-hmm. G-1, no? So may mag-sponsor na accredited by the Department of State tapos ibigay yan sa mga schools, sa mga school na nag-participate sa Exchange Visitor Program. Yung G1 na yan, nag-makastayan sila dito sa Amerika, pero sa ilang, depende sa ilang uh, kontrata, sa ilang, uh, may, mayroong form doon na, uh, I think 20, ano ba uh, yeah, Mayroong form doon na uh, nakalagay doon na... Yung mga DS-2019? O, oh, 2019, yeah. Yes. May form doon. So, sa, sa form na yun, nakalagay doon, if they are subject to a two-year foreign residency requirement, yun ang problema lang sa G1. Kasi kung ang gobyerno naggasto sa iyo, may participation ang U.S. government, then covered, uh, you are subject to the 212E. Yun ang pinapauwi ka after, after your contract expired. Expires. Yes. Pinapauwi ka sa dalawang that, taon. That, That is the two-year residency. So, ibig sabihin, pag natapos yung ano mo, yung term mo kontrata. dito, base, uh, kontrata mo na nandoon sa TS 2019 mo, mm-hmm. uh, you still uh, you have to go, that doesn't mean na hindi ka na mahamalik, but you have to go back to the Philippines first kasi you are required for two-year residency doon before you can Kumbalik. come back here for, uh, for uh, you know, the same visa, J-1 visa. But yun nga, oh. hindi lang dire-direcho, you have to go, go back. Oh, yeah. Oo. Mm-hmm. And yun nga ang dahilan nga is because, uh, you know, like what Attorney Mel uh, mentioned, uh, you you owe the government kasi, because the government, you know, helped you mm-hmm. or Correct. provided yes. support. So, you know, you, kasi ang purpose nun, cultural, ano, exchange, ano Cult- yun eh? Cultural lang yun eh. Oo, cultural. So, ano yung natutunan mm-hmm. mo dito as a U.S.? Ibalik mo, pag-uwi mo sa Pilipinas, i-share mo yon That's the purpose. Yes. Yes. Mm, yeah, Kaya kailangan yeah. bumalik ka. Mm-hmm. So, pagbalik mo dito, J1 ka ulit, then you have another, uh, you know, again, you can stay, and of, uh, you can stay here to teach. And of course, di ba, Attorney Mel, kapag meron silang uh, mga anak, uh, can they also bring them over here uh, habang J1 sila? Oo, oh, pwede sila. O oh, J1, mga dependent na maging J2. J2, oo. Kaya lang Yes. Oh, ang ang mga ang mga ang mga ano lang yon, yung mga uh, structure kung bakit sila covered ng two year for residential requirement kasi yung US government binayaran yung gastos nila at saka yung mismo ang gobyerno kasi mawa Philippine government na gastos din. At saka number three, yung skilled list ba yung trabaho niya dito sa napumunta dito yun ang may may shortage sa Pilipinas kaya pinapauwi sila but those oh. things can be remedied if you file for a waiver pero tinatawag silang waiver, waiver before the expiration yes. of your contract yeah so pag may waiver ka that means uh, kung na-approve yun you can you don't have to go back home and of course you have to prove O, mag-change ka ng status mo ngayon. Okay. Oh. Kasi ang G1 na yan, hindi ka yan maka-change ng status kung meron kang ano eh. Kung meron kang... Uh, Two years. Meron kang restriction ng oh. 212E, yes. That's mm. right. Kung may restriction ka dyan na... Uh, na two-year residency requirement, hindi ka basta-basta makapag-change ng status mo dito into another non-immigrant ano, status unless, may waiver unless ka. umuwi ka or may waiver ka. May waiver ka, no objection or sinapersecute uh, ka ng way or extreme hardship in your pockets. Yun ang oh, mga, mga reasons doon. Yeah. So, uh, Attorney Mel, sa experience mo, madali lang bang makakuha ng waiver? Well, sa aking experience, since my, my practice is 1989, wala naman akong problema kasi ang kamihan ko, no objection statement. Oh, so pinuka mo yun sa government? Yung isin ba siya? Oo. So, yeah. Kaya wala yeah. naman sa doong problema yun. Mm. I see. Kasi, so, kasi pagka walang, 
That's right. Kasi isa kasi ang kasawa ng U.S. citizen, kaya mag-status. Kami yan doon ang kasawa. They get married to a U.S. citizen. Bakit ba naman mag-o-object, no? Bakit ba naman mag-o-object ang government yan kung nag-asawa ka naman na, di ba? Yeah, so that's why you get that waiver. Oo, katama. Oo, yan. Ayan. And mayroon ka pang kinukwento, Attorney Mel? Oh, yun nga, yun nga ang sa G1, no? Kaya yun isa isa din yun para makadala tayo dito ng mga teachers natin na pinakamabilis yun actually. Pinakamabilis but of course yung mga uh, sponsor na activated by the Department of State. At saka yung nagpa-participate ng mga kumpanya, they are also accredited at ng ano ng 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 sa program ng exchange visitor program. So ang hindi yes. Ang nag-verify din yung ano din, pwede rin sa Mexico yung TN visa, yung mga teachers. Ah, yes. If you are Canadian, Canadian citizen, or you are Mexican, pwede ka bumasok dito as the end. Meron din sa ano, di ba, sa Australia ba yun or sa Europe? Meron silang program doon eh. Yes. Na pwede rin silang makapunta dito. Yes, and... Tama yan. And so, yun nga lang, uh, hindi ka basta-basta, hindi, not necessarily, uh, kapag ka meron ka ditong, alam mo, nagtayo ako ng, ano, ng, ng uh, uh, agency ko dito, and then, uh, mag-recruit ako ng teachers doon, on a J-1 visa, hindi basta-basta, uh, hindi ko basta-basta pwedeng gawin yun unless accredited yung aking, uh, ano, uh, agency. May mga procedure na how to be accredited. May mga procedures naman yun. Dapat nakapractice ka na ng tatlong taon sa business na yun. Tsaka you must have some financial tusyon. Saka number three, may experience ka. Madali naman yun eh kung gawin mo. So kung interesado sila, then you just need to comply with the requirements so that you can be accredited and then you know you can start recruiting teachers. I think yun ang magandang business na niya ngayon na itong idea dahil yung mga J1 na pumasok dito. Oo nga eh. Well, yung J1 naman kasi, hindi lang din naman mga teachers yan eh. So may mga iba rin mga students or yung mga yung mga nagtatrabaho sa artists, yung mga nagtatrabaho sa mga ano, sa mga hotel and restaurants. Yan, mga J1. So kaya hindi lang mga teachers. Pero syempre, dalang focus natin ngayon mga teachers. So yun yung ating dinidiscuss. Yes. Ngayon, of course, since actually, na-mention na ni Attorney Mel yung mga requirements, you know, how do you qualify for a teacher visa in the US, na-mention na niya yung if you're an H1B, if you're applying for NH1, sorry. And then, kung J1 naman, ano yung mga usual requirements? Kailan meron siya like experience na at least two years na nagturo, de ba? Not ano, not in yung internship ba? Pwedeng magqualify yan sa teaching field experience or kailangan as ano na as certified teacher ka na? Atin sa nakita ko sa agin agin aplen ko karami yan sa certified teachers na nagtabaw na teacher sila pa de past two years. Yes. And then also na-mention nung kanina na depende din sa, sa experience nila kung ilang taon sila nagturo sa Philippines na merong epekto yon sa salary nila rito. The, yes. the longer the longer yung kanilang experience sa teaching, mas malaki yung ano, yung uh, salary nila dito. Oh, And um, yeah. Yes, but that's ano, ano ba to? Um sa lahat na nag-apply ba ito sa lahat ng mga institutions dito sa US lahat ng mga ISDs depende lang sa ibang ibang district katulad ng HISD yun pag dami ka na experience mataas yung ano mo salary pero ngayon nakita ko ng very salary ng high school teacher dito it ranges from 62,000 to 70,000 a year yes, no average nila yon ang middle school naman 61,000 to 65,000 ang uh, elementary 60 to 65 at saka sports and uh, mga coach Actually, puti nga, ano na yun eh. Nakita ko rin na ito na nag-increase sila. I don't know because maybe because they're enticing teachers to, you know, to apply. Kasi marami tayong nawalang teachers during the pandemic eh. It was very challenging. Kasi noon kasi before the pandemic, I think ang salary ng yung mga beginning teachers, yung mga first time na magturo, walang experience, mga nag-start sila sa mga 
uh, 50, ganyan. Tapos nag-increase yan, naging 55. Tapos ngayon, mga mabot na ng 60 yung average na, na, ano, na starting, ano, yung first year uh, experience mo. Siyempre, katulad nga ng sinabi ni Attorney Mel, if you are already teaching in the Philippines, they will count the number of years. But not, not in all ISDs, ha? Kasi depende din dun sa institution. Kasi uh, mer- meron din kasi ako mga kakilala sa Dallas na uh, yung iba, kinount nila yung 20 years experience sa Philippines, Kinaon nila dito. So, mataas agad yung sweldo ng teacher. Mataas agad yung sweldo nila. Yes. Yeah, that, that, that. May mga umaabot na ng 90,000 as ano, oh, as uh, yeah. starting nila. That's really true. Yeah. Yeah. And That's then every, true. every uh, I think, if it's not every year, uh, meron silang ini-increase every, depende dun sa, ano, sa ISD, merong iba, every three years, nag-increase sila ng, ano, ng salary, hmm. or yung ba naman every year. So I think depending on the budget ng school because uh, yeah because that is ano uh, governed by state law hindi naman siya federal so depending on sa ano sa sa state kung maraming maraming budget um, experience ko rin na uh, Attorney Aileen yung mga Pilipino teachers dito karamihan nga mga ano yun eh, may mga award yung mga best teacher katulad mo best teacher of the year oh. karamihan nakilala ko dito mga best teacher ng Nisaiz the best teacher ng Harmony best teacher ng Aldino karamihan sa kanila oh, kasi ano Pilipino dito eh talaga, very bright I would say that the, well not just not just being bright but, uh, but I guess it's the ano it's the how you face the challenges that's how you uh, yes. you know make a difference kasi it's not and I'm telling you this based on my experience it's not easy to ano to teach here especially it's different different yung culture natin sa Philippines na kinagisna natin sa culture ng mga bata dito so if you are not if you are too sensitive uh, at lagi mong i-compare pagdating mo dito uh, sa US Iko-compare mo the way yung mga bata, mga estudyante sa Philippines and yung mga bata dito, talagang ano ka, um, ma, hindi mo, ma, baka hindi mo kayarin kasi you will take it personally. Marami ako mga beginning teachers na umiyak every day after school. Uh, ako, ako ba? Umiyak ba ako ta- sometime? Hindi, never. Pero yung first experience ko, na first year experience ko, Attorney Mel, it was, it was a very difficult ano, classroom. And I think it's because, I'm not sure bakit na po na sa akin yung mga, we call them ano, chal- very challenging yung classroom, you know, difficult. Tawag na difficult kids, but I don't go by that terms. It's just difficult yung, ano, yung classroom, yung mix, mixture ng mga estudyante. That's and great. um yeah and then of course marami tayong mga restriction you cannot touch the kids you know you cannot <laughs> so you, you know yes iba yung, pero iba iba yung you discipline cannot. dito at saka iba mm. sa atin di ba mm. don't you dare touch them please <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a battery here could be considered battery so anyway so pag alam mo yon you know talagang you know you you edad mo yan, tago mo yung mga kamay mo kasi talagang minsan sasubukin ka ng pasensya mo. Totoo, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. and may may estudyante nga ako dati na ano, na alam mo yung kidney table na malaki? Pinlip niya yan. Kasi matangkad eh, siguro hanggang dito lang ako nung estudyante. Ano yun ha? Fourth grade. So, oh, that was, uh, that's, a, uh, that's a very nice experience sa Attorney Aileen. Pero alam mo, Attorney, may lang sabi naman nila, uh, pagka nas, sabi nila, maganda yung na-experience mo kasi uh, you've been in a difficult ano, uh, mixed uh, classroom. So yung mga susunod na, easy-easy mo na, na lang. lang. Oh, madali oh, na lang kasi you're able to handle. Madali na lang kasi naranasan mo na experience. Okay. So, By the yeah, way, ito na rin, ituloy ko yes. lang muna ha. Ibang yes, pang kasi yes. ang tanong mo sa akin, mga visa. Meron din ang mga teachers naman, pwede rin pumasok dito na P3 visa. Yung mga coach ba? At saka mga yes. teacher na mga unique and traditional uh, it, it, um, it, ethnics, folks, mga cultural, musical, and uh, theatrical. Yun, makuha natin yan sa P3. Pwede rin mm-hmm. sila sa 01A. Yung person with extraordinary ability in science, in education, in uh, business or athletics no at saka meron din tayong R1 yung mga ah, other religious. workers no mga teacher from Turuan na nilaraliyon okay yun lang yes. hindi rin siya pumasok yeah oh that's true so hindi lang talaga naman H1 uh, H1B mm, tsaka J1 marami rin depende sa ano mo sa specialization mo let's say ang specialization oh. mo is theater 
'di ba? kung ano naman kung uh, galing ka sa religious field, oh, pwede din oh, 'yon yung R1 R1. Ano nga ba yung O1 natin dito? Ito naman yung mga ano, athletics, yung mga may may extraordinary ability. ability in science, ay ka scientist ka. Or artist ka, artist, Or, uh, yan. Yeah. Educator ka, business and athletics, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So Ito there are many Yes, and so there are many Dami. ways. Uh, so, depende lang kung uh, mag alin ang mag-a-apply sa'yo. Yes, so karamihan nga H1B, at saka G1. Mm. Yes. Okay. So, very, yes, ang dami, di ba? Um, visa pa lang. Actually, kukulangin tayo ng oras if we're really gonna go into <laughs> okay. the details. But our goal here is only to, of course, give them some knowledge of, you know, how are they gonna be able to come over here in the U.S. and teach? Because if it's really your passion to teach and you wanna bring that here, learn something here and bring it back to the Philippines or you stay here because nag-iba na ang ano mo, plano mo sa buhay, then you, you know, uh, those are the opportunities. Sabi nga nila, Tony Mel, Uh, the U.S. of A is a land of it's a land of oppor many opportunities. Naniniwala ka ba doon? Land of opportunity. Totoo naman talaga. Eh, ano, ano ba ang country talaga na nangkadipindi ng democracy kunti? Amerika. Yeah. Yeah. So, it may not be a perfect country. Of course, there's no perfect yeah, course, country. Yes. You know? But uh, ang sinasabi ko nga sa kanila na if there's a, kung merong opportunity, bakit hindi? Ngayon, ang kagandaan dito sa US, if hindi mo makita yung opportunity, pwede kang mag-create ng opportunity for Correct, yourself. Correct, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm, yeah. And, um, they encourage yes. you. Katulad ni Bichos ngayon, katulad ni Musk City, na mo. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, yung mga ano, ang nagta-thrive dito yung mga innovators. Uh, yung innovators. mga, oo, kasi talaga naman, uh, innovation naman talaga ang ano din natin eh, para, para hindi ka maiwan ng ano, ng changes, diba? Uh, maging, mm -hmm. ano, mag-innovate ka. Yes. At saka ang Pilipino naman, hindi tayo kulang sa talents eh. We have so many talents, kulang lang tayo ng opportunity. That is, yeah, and dito, you can create opportunities. And you, you know, one, it, yes. yes, and one important uh, uh, wisdom na gusto kong ishare sa kanila is, um, for me, ah, ako, na, just, uh, because I'm an educator, and I believe in the value, I value education, naniniwala ko na if you really want to change your life, You really want to make a difference in your life and in, uh, in, in the community, um, and you want to uh, improve yourself. Kailan talaga i-educate mo yung sarili mo, and uh, um, and because that's how you're gonna make uh, ano, a big change in your life. Kaya nga ang learning dapat is continuous, di ba? You don't stop learning. Kasi pag nag-stop ka na magdano, mag-aral, uh, magganayan yung ano natin. Uh, dementia will set in. <laughs> We don't I, I want that. I concur with you, Attorney Aileen. Sama ako diyan sa iyo. And of course, pag sinabi nating edukasyon, you know, ang isa naman talaga na napakasikat na nag-advocate for education ay walang iba kundi ang ating pambansang bayani. Dr. Jose Rizal. And speaking of Dr. Jose Rizal, meron tayong tinatawag na mga Knights of Rizal. And pag-uusapan natin yan, pagbalik natin na Notter ni Mel. Oh, sige. Yeah, I think I would be very glad to discuss that. And of course, sino pa ba ang the best na makapag-discuss sa atin about Knights of Rizal kundi mismo si Attorney Mel, ang ating tinatawag na Knight Grand Cross of Rizal. Ano ba yun? Yung pinakamataas lang naman, highest rank lang naman sa lahat ng Knights of Rizal, yun yung 5 degrees. At we'll talk more about that pagbalik natin after a very short break. So stick around. Thank you very much, Attorney Aileen. Hi. We are so pleased to be with you. Thank you for being with us. We want to invite you to be part of the Difusión Latina Portal de Fe. We are the Spanish Ministry of Roof Chamber Radio, and we are so blessed to be with uh, these guys all around the world. Please be with us on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, we would love very much uh, to know how God is blessing you, and please come along and support us. God bless you, and see you then. At syempre pa tayo nagbabalik dito sa Usapang of the Record and kasama pa rin natin si Attorney Mel Garaton. Attorney Mel, may bumabati dito uh, si uh, Delia Ligot. My mom! Sabi niya, hello, Attorney Aileen. Oh, hello. Yes. Nice one. Okay. I'm very uh, glad. I'm very glad to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's another one here. Sabi niya, good evening watching 
here from Batangas. God bless. So mga taga sa mga taga Batangas diyan, magandang ano batanghali na ba doon sa Philippines? Almost tanghali oh, na, no? May warmest regards to them. Yes, of course. Ah, nagluluto na sila ng tanghalian, malamang. So, Attorney Mel, nabanggit natin kanina before the break, no? We talk, uh, we mentioned about uh, Knights of Rizal. So when we were talking about education, de ba? Uh, ano ba itong Knights of Rizal? Okay, yun na. Uh, that's a very good question, na uh, Attorney Eli. Ang Knights of Rizal is a civic and patriotic organization created by the Act of Congress. Hindi lang to ordinaryong Uh, association na ginawa-gawa lang natin agad, no? like Lions Club, like uh, Jaces, like uh, um, Rotary. Itong Knights of Rizal is uh, Republic Act 646 created by the Act of Congress. It started in 1911. 1911 pa. Oh, oh tagal na. Oh, and then it became, became a public corporation in 1951. Ang pangalan nito noon is Sa Orden de Caballeros de Rizal. Now, Ordin. Uh -huh. Ordin de Caballeros de Rizal. Now, we call it in English, Knights of Rizal. Ano bang purpose nitong Knights of Rizal? Yes, uh, ano no, I, think we have, I, I think I have to explain this sa Pilipinas kasi may namang grupo doon ng pangalan nila Rizalistas. Cult mm -hmm. yun, hindi yun, Knights of Rizal. That's a different organization. <laughs> may nagtanong nga sa akin yan eh. Ano oh, kakaibahan okay, daw? Ang Rizalistas, na ibang, iba, ibang grupo yun. Okay. Mga parang sa akin lang, that's my opinion. Parang... CULT, parang cult ba? Okay. Pero ang Knights mm -hmm. of Rizalia, it is uh, uh, an act of Congress. It is an organization which is more patriotic, civic, and non-profit organization. And what is the purpose of this yes. organization? Yes. Ano objectives? Ano? Ang purpose talaga nito, number one, is to, to study. Number one, you have to study. And then you have to share and to preach the teachings, values, ideals, of Dr. Jose Rizal. First, sa youth of the land. Ang sabi kasi ni Rizal, the youth is the hope of the motherland. Hindi ba yung sinabi niya? Ang kabataan, ang pag-asa ng bayan. At saka, number two naman, hindi lang sa mga youth of the land, but sa atin din, sa atin din mga Pilipino. So kasama na tayo doon. At saka, all nationals around the world who believe in the teachings and values of Dr. Richard Rizal and they take that as their own, ang mga philosophy ni Dr. Richard Rizal. So yun, number one, turuan mo mga bata and then teach them and share the teachings of Dr. Richard Rizal. Alam naman natin si Dr. Richard Rizal, he died in order that our country will be free, hindi ba? He is the fearless warrior against injustice. At saka itong Knights of Rizal, this is non-profit, non-partisan, non-political and patriotic organization. So, hindi ito makapira. Hindi ito nag-discuss ng religion. Hindi ito nag-discuss ng politika. Although, most of the members are presidents, senators, mga leaders, and governors of the Philippines and other nations, kahit na King of Spain, may imbir nito eh. So, mga leaders of the country. And then, atong si Mr. Duterte, President Duterte, member din dito. Ngayon naman, itong January 29, si BBM, Mr. Marcos, although some people do not believe on his father's administration, pero dahil sa Presidente na rin siya, so he was given, exalted also to the fifth highest degree, KDCR. Ito ba yung, ano, pinabalita mo sa akin na... The reason why you're gonna go to the January 29 and 30, there will be an international convention in in Manila Hotel in Manila, Philippines, because President Marcos will be exalted also the fifth degree PGCR. Yeah, we're together. We're in the rank now. I'm also a PGCR. So now, Attorney Eileen, this Nacho Brizal has so many chapters all around the world. So many areas all around the world and so many regions all around the world. So Rizal is a universal man. Kahit ka pumunta, mayroong statwa si Rizal, hindi ba? Well, he's well-traveled. He's well-traveled. Kaya he is really a universal man. Kasi sinabi ngayon Rizal, a life which is not consecrated to a great ideal is like a stone wasted in the field, never to become part of an edifice. Yan ang sinasabi ng Rizal sa atin. Dama. Tapos na, so, Attorney Mel. Meron so, kayong dito ng ano, 'di ba? 
Ako ngayon yung overseas representative and council, member of the Council of Trustees. So, ang overseas representative yun na nag-overseas ng buong nice overseas around the world, hindi lang Texas, around the world. Kaya malaki so, din ikaw yung, yung head. Yeah, ikaw yung I, head. I, I am uh... the head of the overseas. Oh, uh, so lahat ng mga overseas Ibig overseas, sabihin lahat ng masalabas ng Philippines oh, Ang head naman sa Pilipinas Yun ang Supreme Commander oh. Yung Supreme Commander ngayon Yun ang mayor ng Angono Rizal Pinal oh. Pinalita na yan si Chief Justice uh, Puno At saka si Justice Ilio Ibanez ng Court of Appeals so, Oh, ay, yeah. kilala ko sila. Siyempre galing ako ng Court of Appeals doon So Attorney oh. Mel, ano bang benefits? Uh, una muna Uh, kahit sino ba pwede maging member ng Knights of Rizal? Okay, ang Knights of Rizal, number one, bago ka makapasok dyan, dapat you must be a person of good moral character. Wala kang conviction naman. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Kasi, so, hindi background check mo talaga sila. Oo, oh, dapat good moral character. Oh. Mm -hmm. Tapos, number two, nga, you really believe on the teachings and values of Dr. Rizal. Oh, number mm -hmm. two yun. At saka number three, that you are willing to study and to spread the teachings of Dr. Rizal to the Filipinos and to the all nations, all nationals around the world. Yes. At saka ang number four, you have to love your fellow men and your country. Yeah. Aha. So yun pala nga, kala nyo apat lang yun, pero mabibigat yun, no? <laughs> Attorney Mel, itong nasa screen natin ngayon, 8 USA Regional Assembly Use. I think ito yung nagatanda ko ng event nito eh. Diba? Oh, you were there, and I'm I'm very glad that you were there, uh, Attorney Eileen. Oh my goodness, I really appreciate it very much. My warmest congratulations to you for coming. Well, I am. It, it's my honor actually to be invited by you there. Ito yung Supreme oh, Council ba, officers mo. Oh, di ba yung mga mga knights? Ito yung mga knights of Rizal. Oh, yun ang Supreme Council officers. Oh, so kung meron diyang familiar sa inyo, ayan sila yan. And of course, ito yung isa sa mga events niyo dito sa Texas, di ba? Oh, yung yung tanong ka Tony Mel. So napapansin ko puro mga ano, uh, men. Okay? Uh, paano naman yung mga kababaihan? Meron din ba silang uh, chance na maging member ng Knights okay, of Rizal? Okay, kasi ang nangyari kasi nito at Tony Eileen, uh, when it was created long time ago in 1911, mga lalaki lang, no? Mm -hmm. Ngayon na uh, dahil in order for us para hindi naman madiskimit ang mga babae, gumawa, gumawa ng alliance, ang tawag sa kanila ng mga babae ngayon, kababaihang Rizalista. Oh. Oh, ladies for Rizal. Yes. Oh. So I And uh, namit ko na rin yung mga iba natin dito, mga kababaihang Rizalista. Kababaihang Rizalista. Yun din ang tinits nila, yun ang prinsipyo nila na you have to study to teach and to share the teachings of Dr. Joris. Dami kasing tinuro, Joris, di ba? No limit. Eh, na nag-aaral tayo noon, di ba? We have no limit ang Merisal tayo, di ba? Subject. Oh, uh, high no school, limit. high school noon, meron no yun. I mean, part of the curriculum, I think that was in a... Uh, oh, yung dalawang libro niya, no limit ang Harry, touch me not. Touch oh. me not, di ba? Ang yes. meaning niya, cancer of society, at saka yung no uh -huh. limit ang Harry, uh, LP de Bostarismo. LP de Bostarismo. Reign of Greed. Yeah, actually part talaga ng curriculum yan when I was in high school. I'm not sure kung nabago na yung curriculum ngayon, kung they're still studying the Knights of Rizal. Attorney Mel, meron tayo ditong bumabate, si Maria Luz. Siya yung si Teacher Luz, guest natin last Friday. Sabi niya, hello, attorneys, I do this on. And Mel, we're talking watching you live here in Houston. I'm very glad that you are watching us today. Last time hindi ako naka-watch ng movie kasi I was in St. Louis, Missouri. Yes, you told me about that. Taking all those monuments of Rizal. Yeah, meron tayo dito ah, yung sa Centennial. Napuntaan ko na rin yun. At magpapatayo nga kayo ng another monument dito, di ba? I think that's what we are... Oh yeah, yun, yun, ang, yun ang plano natin ngayon. We have one bust of Rizal here nasa ano, no? nasa, nasa Herman Park. Alam mo ba yan? Yes, yes I was there. May picture nga kaming dalawa ni oh, Dr. Sosaton eh. Oh, beautiful. Now we are putting up, ayun ang bangkong project ngayon ng Nights of Rizal. We are putting up Rizal Park. We are now look, looking at the two, two, two acres lot dito sa Southwest. We will put uh -huh. up Rizal Park where all our family can, can, uh, can stay. So ito yan talaga, na. park talaga to and uh, talagang... And a monument. May monument pa siya monument doon. of Rizal. Yes. And then we will have a, a, a counting building Texas Rizal Center for International Studies. Ang mm -hmm. concentration natin doon, yung mga artificial intelligence, 
yung uh, mga spaceship intel uh, space uh, technology and internet yung mga ano ngayon mga 5G mga 6G para sa mga mm. bata natin yon hindi mm. yes, yung ko. mga ano yung mga anong modern, tawag natin doon youth of Rizal oh modern technology yun ang ano natin ngayon so we will have a monument of Rizal and park and at the same time Texas Health Center for international studies I see so are we also gonna have like a little parang museum where we can display tong uh, you know um, mga artifacts little, yes mga, yeah, mga artifacts yes. Yeah. yes as a matter of fact we have so many right now kinuha namin kay Dr. Castro from Missouri kaya yun ang, yun ang trip ko doon pumukuha ako ang Dr. Oh. Castro a member of the Knights of Rizal uh, meron siyang building two story building full of the memorabilia of Rizal wow two stories Two story okay, building yeah. sa Sidloe and then he gave 2 million pesos for the construction of the Museum of Rizal in Manila, the International Headquarter. Oh, that was pesos really na nice. Naman, bro, oh. 2 million pa rin yun, malaki pa rin yun. Mm. Oh, oh, syempre, you know, donations, any donation, you know, yeah. uh, coming from the heart is of course very mm-hmm. much appreciated. So, Attorney Mel, may ano dito, may tanong. Mm-hmm. Um, Sabi ni Orly, our designs, I mean, with the recognition of the gender equality around the world, what are the changes that KOR can implement not only recognize the other genders, but also accept, accept them to the organization? So, um, nabanggit mo na kanina yung mga kababayang resalista. Ano pa ba yung ano na? Uh, alliance, no? Alliance. Yes. Oh, yeah, alliance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My, my ladies for the Knights of Rizal, ladies of the Knights of Rizal, mm-hmm. kababayang resalista and damas de Rizal. Pero ngayon, Mayroon talagang question ngayon which are trying to look at the bylaws and the constitution. Kasi that was oh. a constitution way back 1951. Yes. Pwede bang maging COVID ang Knights of Rizal? Uh, oh, so yun ang abangan natin. Abangan uh, natin yan. <laughs> isa ako doon. Isa ako sa mga lawyers ng Knights of Rizal na nag-aaral ng ano na yon ah. Amendments to our bylaws oh, wow. and constitution. Sa akin lang alam mo mga babae. Hindi ba sa, sa ano, ang babae talaga, kinuha yan sa rib ng lalaki. So, <laughs> so ang babae yeah. dapat, kaya malapit sa heart, di ba din? Para oh, yung, yung rib ba malapit sa heart? Yung oh, kinuha? Oo, dito kinuha eh. Hindi ba malapit sa chan? Hindi sa chan, sa rib eh. So, <laughs> meaning know. equal. Hindi kinuha, ang, ang rib ng babae, hindi kinuha, ang bones ng babae, hindi kinuha sa ulo at saka sa, uh, sa foot. Dito sa dib, malapit sa heart. Oh, dito sa heart because we have to love them and to treat them equally. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, talaga naman. Napapanahon na rin naman talaga, Tony Mela, no? Because uh, it, 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 it's actually a very sensitive issue na, di ba? Gender equality, gender sensitivity. Nako, ang layo na nang na-discuss natin from, from teachers to... Um, teachings of uh, Dr. Jose Rizal. So, anyway, alam ko, ang dami ko pang gustong itanong, pero siguro, uh, we'll set another uh, uh, day for some more questions. Ano, oh, gladly. 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 I am so thankful that, uh, you know, pinaunlakan mo ang aming uh, invitation dito sa usapang of the record, Attorney Mel. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you sa mga senior mong information about uh, visas available for our teachers, for foreign teachers, foreign-born teachers, not necessarily uh, Filipinos, but, you know, uh, international teachers coming from uh, different parts of the world. Sa so, gusto magturo dito sa U.S. at discuss nga natin ang H-1B uh, visa, ang J-1, and other co- common visas like yung O-1, R-1. So, uh, yung mga common visas available for yeah, teachers. Yeah. Eh, Yes, and of course, yung mga qualifications. So ngayon, if ever meron silang gustong itanong sa'yo, Attorney Mel, just in case in the future okay. or any follow-up on this one, saan ka nila pwedeng uh, makontak? Okay, I can give you my telephone number, 281-851-7299. Uh, my email is mbgaraton at gmail.com. Ayan. So, 281-851-7299 or send an email to mbgaraton at gmail.com. Maraming maraming salamat, Attorney Mel. Ano na lang, uh, pahabol na lang na message mo sa ating mga teachers, sa mga foreign-born teachers na gustong magturo sa USA. Oh, sa mga teachers natin, then, uh, if, you, if you really have the intention to come to the United States of America, don't hesitate. Prepare all your uh, documents, your transcript of records, your diplomas, your certificate, and your bio, bio, bio data, and gave it to Attorney Eileen. To Attorney Eileen, <laughs> to me, because you know Attorney Eileen and, and I are working together very closely. Very closely, yes. we help each other. 
Yeah. And then of course, so, our purpose is um to help others as well, especially mga kababayan others. natin. Yes. Yeah, to help others. Na kung wala kayong pirang pambayad, meron naman mga loan, mga loan company na nagbibigay niyan. At saka our rate is very, very reasonable. Affordable. Hindi ba si Kylie Gaston Island? Attorney Mel, kung may katanungan naman nila pa, sila para sa akin, they can call 1-833-838-0808 or you can visit yes. our website, ligotdecentlaw.com. Attorney Mel, maraming maraming salamat. It's been a pleasure to have you here. It's actually a great experience to have you here. Hopefully, uh, ma-invite ka namin sa susunod pa mga episode now that we're talking about uh, more on immigration. Sabangan natin, ha, next Friday ulit, it's going to be yes. about immigration. Yes. Again. Anytime, Attorney Island, to help our kababayan. Thank you, Marami thank you, salam. and Marami good night, salam. everyone. Good night, Attorney Mel. Good night. Uh, and of course, uh, thank you to all the audience and listeners ng Usapang of the Record to the President of Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy, Fianjo Villasin. Maraming salamat sa'yo. Ang Usapang of the Record is brought to you by Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy and Liga Dizon Law Firm, uh, PC. I'll see you all next week sa isa na namang Usapang of the Record. This is Eileen. Have a great weekend, everyone, and make it worth it. So, kita-kita tayo next Friday. Bye!